Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, agent. Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt, smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. I'm shower filled with women. Sit your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of woman's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know. Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something to fuck along. Here we go! Hey Metallica fans, this is Doc Coyle from Bad Wolves. And you're listening to And Podcast for All. Now give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker Welcome to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Dude, I was at the Tesla Supercharger this afternoon and ran into a random fan who heard my stereo blasting as I was charging and saw my license plate. So we had a little bit of a chat. Oh, yeah. And uh, what did he or she have to say? He was with his 12 year old son. Um, his name was Brad. Brad, if you're listening, good to run into you today. Um, Brad and his son saw Metallica a couple years ago in Orlando and Miami, and I was rocking out to Carpe Diem, and he said, dude, that's my favorite newest Metallica song. Newest? <laughs> and I'm glad you caught on to that because I said, well, Brad, um, how new was 1996 for you? And he goes, dude, I got to tell you right now. It was kind of cool. We talked for about... 20, 25 minutes as we're both sitting there charging our batteries. <laughs> he goes, dude, there's a brick, his exact quote, there's a brick wall between the Black Album and Load. That wall is new Metallica versus old Metallica. Fair enough. I definitely see what he's saying there. And the more, <laughs> the more, <laughs> I ran a few errands after that, and the more I thought about that, the more I've I've found myself through the years, let's just say Hero of the Day comes on. Right. You think of that as, oh, somewhat new. Right. Versus maybe Wolf and Man or Holier Than Thou, something like that. I know exactly what you're saying because I still hear, and I, I wasn't even born in the 80s, but I still hear 80s Kiss, and I'm like, oh, this is new Kiss. And you consider that new. Yeah, that's new, and that and that was what, you know, 
30, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. Load came out 25 years ago, and I, I totally agree with this dude. Just, like I said, of Wolf of Man versus Hero of the Day, it's like, oh, that's newer shit. Mm-hmm. And any other music fan of any other band would say, Moth, Halo, and Hardwired is that's five th- years old, and that shit's getting old. Well, yeah, because nowadays music doesn't have the longevity it used to. No. How pop music and, you know, rap and country, and even though rap and country, if they're on the radio, I consider that pop music anyways nowadays. Oh, you but, mean Kid Rock? <laughs> yeah. But you, you put you put out a song, it gets really, really big for like a season, and then it just dies away, you put out another single, whatever, and a year later, nobody even knows what that song is, you know, like that cardi b fucking song that one like song of the year or whatever last mm-hmm. year rap a year from now two years from now that song is going to be mm-hmm. nothing nobody's going to have any idea what that song was yeah any fan that hears hardwired moth or halo right now and i'm like oh that's brand new shit to you and i into our yeah. guests tonight yeah but you know whole year's old but until it sleeps oh that's that's fairly new shit yeah agreed i just it was interesting to run into him, and he, and he said new, and of course I was like, <laughs> uh, dude, 96, and then after he started thinking about that, I'm like, I think the exact same way that Brad thinks. It was, and it was like one of those moments where like the light bulb came on, you're like, I've been thinking this way the whole time, and I didn't even fucking realize it. Yeah, it didn't even click until someone just had to say it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, it all comes together. That's about what it was. I know I said carp diem. I know that's on reload. Save your hate mail, but him and I were talking a ton about load. He was talking about that brick wall, and it was a good chat, man. I just wanted to share that with you because I knew you would somewhat understand. I do. I do, and that's awesome that you're able to run into someone that has that you know, that same passion. Some hate train mail tonight? It's not really mail. Is there such thing as a hate train comment? I, uh, I mean, yeah, I maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you and I both got a little bit of hate train We'll call it Instagram hate. Is that fair? Insta hate. <laughs> Someone, I forgot his name. I should have written this down. We get more than a few comments a day, so trying to find it was tough. But someone was pissed off on our trivia a few weeks ago with April from Harvesters of Utah that our trivia had to do with what year did Jason join Metallica, and our answer was 1986. He uh, clarified that Jason was not a full-time member until 1987. Oh. So I hope that doesn't keep you up for the rest of the night, Jeff. Whew. Yeah, that's that's heavy. Are you gonna get are you gonna get over it? And I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name or else I'd give him a shout out, but he was he was maybe he should write our trivia questions for us because that is really in depth uh, knowledge. Fair enough. You need a job, whoever you are. <laughs> there you go. Dude, you ready to get to our guest? We're going to Missouri tonight. Hey, we know some some good people down in Missouri. We know some great people in Missouri. I think they call it Missouri. 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 <laughs> Our old bus driver's <laughs> from Missouri. <laughs> Maybe we should get Dustin on the show. Yeah, so he can do his laugh. We need a radio ID from him. Hey, this is Dustin Gross driving that purple bus, and I'm driving 55 and drinking a natty. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Maybe our guest tonight will sound like that. You never know. Maybe. Who knows? I guess we'll have to find out. Uh, Jeff, last week we had our two friends from Germany. Tonight, another 
two people joining us. So, uh, you ready for another foursome? Let's do it. Real quick, Jeff, before we get to our guest, I think I'm going to slam down a liquid death sparkling water. And you know what? I think I'm going to slam down a liquid death mountain water. I might slam down so many liquid deaths tonight, I'm going to have to go to Whole Foods or 7-Eleven to stock up afterwards. And remember, Shane, you can go turn those cans in afterwards at your local scrapyard, earn a bunch of money, and walk away. Isn't there a promo code when you order online, dude? Yes, sir. Promo code is ANDPODCAST, one word. This code is valid for a free koozie two-pack on their first 12-pack purchase. What's that code again? And podcast, all one word. Liquid death, sparkling, and mountain water. Murder your thirst, and then, and podcast for all. It's only fitting, season four, episode four, four people from Lee's Summit. I'm just going to say Missouri for the whole night. Please welcome uh, Mike and Lisa Bosley. What's up, guys? Hi, what's hey, up? Hey, how you doing? So can we say Missouri? Well, we're originally from Southern California, so we're the weirdos in our neighborhood who say Missouri. <laughs> okay. And that's how they know we're um, not from yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you talk way too fast and, you know, have way too good English. You're not from around here. There's no there's no Southern drawl yet. We don't constantly talk about the Kansas City Royals, so. <laughs> hey, World Series champions. You got the Chiefs to break out. Kansas, or I should just say Kansas City, you know, metro area is the place to be. And they let you know about it. There you go. <laughs> so much bigger Metallica fan guys than uh, sports fans. Is that a safe bet? No. I, well, I mean. Of course. Yeah, I mean, Metallica's huge. But I mean, w- because Metallica doesn't play every other night. I mean, usually our TV is on sports, no matter there what. There you go. But and, and <laughs> it's kind of hard to get away from the sports. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough to grow up in a sports household. My mom was watching ESPN when it debuted. And so I was lucky enough to fall in love with sports and Metallica at an early age, uh, which helped when I met this guy in high school. Both are timeless things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So every Thursday night is our metal night where we watch YouTube with our friends. And every th- second Thursday of the month is the Thursday that never comes where we watch a Metallica <laughs> show. Um, Very cool. So, so this is like but a religious... then the other nights of the week, sports. Yes. So, yes, so Thursday is a, is a religious moment in your, in your home. Yeah, we Zoom and watch a show, some funny that we laugh at, some very serious that we take very seriously. So Very cool. <laughs> so you guys are both from California, high school sweethearts, it sounds like? Yep. Yeah. We yeah. have known each other since the year that I first saw Metallica. So That's right. He saw his, was first, that like? co- his so, first couple shows. So I saw Metallica first, January 6th, 1992, at the Great Western Forum, an evening with... And then I saw them again, the first show at the Great Western Forum in February. Then I met her in September. So the funny part about this, if I may interrupt, our last two or three guests have been at those forum shows in that January timeline, February of 92. So I'm jealous of April because April got my white whale as her closing show because she saw Metallica two nights after me and she saw Blitzkrieg close the show. Wow. And I have yet... To ever see them play Blitzkrieg. So, despite the fact of having seen them 45 times, 45 it's just times. like my trapped under ice, Mike. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we can always dream, right? <laughs> so, and then I saw them twice with GNR that year. 
And um, I saw them at the Rose Bowl and at the Coliseum. And did G and I actually come out and perform? <laughs> so funny you should. Say they were just that. on the T-shirt. Right? Funny you should say that the Coliseum show Axel threw a tantrum, and they they Shocker. did play. They Shocking. did play. They did play the whole show, but he did throw a tantrum saying the crowd sucks. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have gone on after Metallica, especially when they're playing the shortest straw. So just. You know, nice. stop. <laughs> uh, but then at the call, the Rose Bowl, which was a week later, which I mean, it's still people in LA. It's, it, I would say the vast amount of the crowd was the same people that saw them a week earlier. Sure. Um, uh, Axel was like, "This is the greatest crowd we've ever had. You're so much better than the crowd last week." And I'm like, "Dude, it's it's, it's the same people." It's the same people. I'm, I'm surprised those people showed up because I've I've heard stories and. You know, usually when a front man yells at the crowd and says that he doesn't like them, the fans, you know, kind of get angry. We know some people that have been offended by front men doing that. So it's yeah. good to know that people still came back to support <laughs> Axel. <laughs> Axel, the shortest straw has been pulled for you, buddy. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. But then uh, finally, finally, July 26, 1994, I took her to see her first Metallica show. At nice. Cal State Dominguez Hills on the live shit tour. The summer and shit tour. what song do they open with that night, Mike? Your favorite song Your of favorite. all time. Her first live Metallica song was, in fact... Red Band! Yes! <laughs> For everyone listening, Jeff just took off his headphones and is about ready to head out. <laughs> That's where I, I do my little James Hetfield slam the door and walk yep. out. You're not wearing overalls, though. You're right. <laughs> Anytime I hear 94 shit in the sheds, uh, summer stuff, I just just have the asset to remind Jeff exactly. of what they opened with. Exactly. I love it. We have a new prerequisite. You can't have seen Metallica in 94 to no. come on the show. <laughs> and so now Lisa has seen them 27 times. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we, 27 uh... and 45, Mike? Yep. Yep. My bucket list is 50. I want five more. We're, we're hoping there, good there's goal. five more left in them. We'll see. <laughs> I think they're going to keep going until somebody dies, but we'll see. They said we're going to do four more shows. In <laughs> <laughs> 49, baby. Wrap up the tent. <laughs> so you guys wrote in a couple months ago uh, telling Jeff and myself all about you. Uh, tell us about your wedding reception. That's uh, some pretty cool detail. Yeah, so given that uh, we we really formed a relationship, a friendship in high school based on the fact that I understood heavy metal and that was pretty rare. Yeah. Our, <laughs> in, our, in our, Pasadena fir based, our uh, first conversation about, it, cause I had dated a couple of girls. I mean, it's high school. It's freshman year of high school. So how serious can you be? We're in the big time now. We're freshmen or all the girls will be putting out. Before that, who had no idea this crazy, weird music and obsession that I had, but they put up with it, right. you know. Right. And so, at lunch one day, we're the two of us are sitting under the under the library eating lunch while, uh, well, and I finally bring up. I'm like, I'm finally gonna broach the subject. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So, uh, so yesterday I I had a good time. I uh, I was in my room and listened to, God only knows, Master Puppets or whatever it was. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, my, my, my favorite band is Metallica. And Lisa's response is, I, I like Metallica. I like Metallica, too. And he said, what's your favorite song? No, no, no. So I went, what's your favorite song? Baiting her. Baiting her. Mm -hmm. To say, 
Nothing Else Matters, Enter Sandman, Wherever I May Roam, Sad But True. Something off the Black Album that had just come out. She said and- Symphony of Destruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And okay. her response, seriously, and I'm not joking, went, I went, I'm going to marry this woman because it was... I said, the shortest straw. So, wow. And it was because my brother, who's five years wow. older than I am, uh, he got into heavier music when he went to college and he came home and he said, um, you know, I've been in, I've been listening to some heavier stuff and I'm like, well, what do you mean by heavy? And he's like, well, check this out. Dead, dead, and, he, dead. and he played shortest straw for me and I went, that's not too heavy. Yeah, I like that. And I, so I, I listened to justice before I met Mike and then, uh, when we met, thankfully, I, I, I had some cred, and uh, <laughs> that went a long way. I said, That's yeah, I like that Freddy and Sanity song, and he was like, oh my gosh. I oh my God, her. I love you. Will you marry me right now? <laughs> it, it, you know, as, as sad as that sounds, that literally was what happened. That's kind you of didn't say Unforgiven or nothing else. You said Straw. Will you yeah. just be mine now? I, yeah. I understand. Now, of course, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that our song is Nothing Else Matters, because that was... Appropriate. The huge hit at the time that we met. And so going back to your question about our wedding reception, I looked at Lisa and I went, I, I don't, I don't want to have the typical wedding reception. I just don't. I'm like, the wedding itself will be your typical in a church, nice things, dressed up thing. But our reception, I'm like, no, no. It, it's got to kind of be us or else this doesn't make any sense. As long as the wedding looks like the November rain video work. Exactly. And she wore that dress, the Stephanie Seymour dress that oh, night. No, no, no. Uh, Stephanie's dress. <laughs> so I looked at her and I'm, I'm like, look, what's important to us? And what have we done that kind of reminds us of us? And we looked at each other and we went, we went to S&M together. Yeah, like, we that's went to the first. The OG. The OG S&M. The OG we went to S&M. night two. We, Very we, cool. We bought some scalp tickets was the internet a thing yet? No, no, no. Back we had to scalp like, tickets go over, were still over the phone. Over the phone. We over bought the scalper phone, tickets. We bought scalper tickets and yeah. drove. What Jeff said was just interesting when it was still illegal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so and so we went to the show and I'm like, that was such a defining moment for our relationship that we went and did that together, that it was amazing, that you understood when they played the Outlaw Torn, when they opened with Call of Cthulhu. Like, you, you were with me that this is a thing. And... <laughs> So funny, they pan through the balcony during the intro to Bells, and you see her, but you can't see me because yeah. there's a guy standing in front of me. So, <laughs> all right, like he, he missed his moment. Yeah. But, but so, um, I, but I went. You know, I'm like, that's lighter music. It has a symphony. So I said, well, if we're gonna enter our wedding reception, we should enter it like Metallica. So let's enter to the ecstasy of gold. I'm like, screw it. Let's just <laughs> enter to that. And she went, okay. And I went, I love you. And then I said, and let's play the symphony show all through dinner. All through dinner. You know, Very with the cool. climax being our first dance, being to Nothing Else Matters from the symphony show. And so then you timed it right. To, we can switch to another band after And that. so we found a DJ who is our friend to this day, who <laughs> was willing to, he's like, oh. And it, the funny thing was we went to him and said, dude, play the lighter songs off of S&M. <laughs> For our guest, no, 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 dude. He he went full blown because he went ecstasy Cthulhu, but then it was like puppets, wolf, yeah. battery. I'm like, oh, these are the lighter oh, songs. Here we go. Oh, our yeah. guests are really enjoying this. And it was all my like crusty parents, friends, and they're like, what is happening? Here, grandma. Here's Devil Dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm 
And so we just went, and so our whole relationship since then has been, let's not hide this. Yeah. Let's not hide who we are, man. Like, you know, I wear metal shirts every day when I was working as a lawyer and wore a suit. I had Metallica ties. I had Iron Maiden ties, you know. Socks. Socks. Uh, My socks were always Metallica. I wore, you know, lapel pins that were, you know, kill them all and ride the lightning. Had, I mean, you had a Metallica um, bag that I carried all my stuff to, to work with. So and he, it was. He's always flying his flag. I, I keep my flag a little bit more subdued depending on the situation because I, no, I work I, in I think finance. Your, your guys' flag combined is pretty solid when pretty you, uh, solid, pretty you know, solid. have a grandma dancing the devil dance and you're eating <laughs> cake to, uh, you know, Wolf and Man. That's pretty exactly. cool. Now, I'm sad. i sad to say my, my license plate was not King Nate. Nathan, as awesome <laughs> as that would have been, <laughs> but my license plate was Damage Inc., and I got Very kind cool. of a question that wasn't nearly as cool as sets. But people would always come to me like, "Do you work in insurance?" Yeah, they're like, and it's like, <laughs> no. Oh, hey, that makes sense though. I like that. Is that are you from some kind of insurance business? Yeah, person? Damage Inc. <laughs> Damn right I am. Let me get you my business card. <laughs> Honesty is my only excuse. Sorry. Yeah. Jeff, when we play Damage Inc. and King Nothing, next time it's never going to be the same. Yeah, I mean, it's literally... It's We're going to call Damage the insurance song and then King Nathan for Seth Magnetic. Yep, it's going to be King Nathan and play that insurance song. Yeah, exactly. set is, the setlist is just going to say insurance. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. It's Nathan from State Farm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's 2 a.m. Are you wearing khakis? <laughs> well, Lisa and Mike, I feel like Jeff and I know you pretty well, but we still got to go through a little rapid fire round here to okay. just really get a good meter on you. You ready? You can alternate answers, too, if you want to. Let's go rapid fire! Here we go with uh, rapid fire in Lee's Summit, Missouri. Missouri. Ron or Lloyd? I'll take that. I've met Lloyd. Lloyd is one of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever met. So, <laughs> that that question was meant to be. Where'd you meet Lloyd, Mike? So I've actually met him twice. Uh, wow. I was lucky. I, what's oddly enough, both times in San Diego, I met him at the Spreckles show that Metallica played for Through the Never after Comic Con, okay. and Lloyd was just hanging out in the seats beforehand. And I'm like, dude, that's Lloyd Grant. I gotta go talk to that guy. Oh, so absolutely. One of the pictures I sent you was actually me with Lloyd, and then again. When I was waiting for a friend of mine because he got us snake pit passes to the Petco Park show on the World Wired tour. I was in there with you guys then. All oh, of wow. all of Metallica's like you know, side people. So yes. Ron McGovney, Lloyd Grant, and a few other people that you know Brian uh, Slagle. Brian Sagel, you know, we're all there hanging out. Yep. And so Lloyd was there again. And I was like, Man, I met you at Spreckles, and he at least acted like he remembered me. So, I mean, oh, you know, yeah. so, you know, oh, so, yeah. so, so we were chatting guy. up because it was so cool. Like, <laughs> it's Mike from I know Missouri. that this isn't, this isn't the four guys from Metallica, but as a Metallica fan, this group right here is who I want to hang out with. So. Right. I remember Slagle in the snake pit, but I've, I don't remember seeing Lloyd. I love Lloyd because every time you see a picture of him, he's got a badass hat on. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Without question. Yeah. Yeah. I always got some cool rare hat on. All right. So you're going with uh, Lloyd. Question two, rapid fire. Electric chair or the toilet? (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. Um, electric chair. Mike, Talica pinball or Monopoly? That's oh, that you, that that's tough, man. Because I've I've, I've, I've played I've played the pinball and I really enjoy it. But I but of course I own both sets of Metallica Monopoly and I have played it with my daughter. So I, I'm I'm gonna go with Monopoly because I love my little girl. So <laughs> Lisa, this is fitting again. Uh, the stars align. Frayed ends or to live is to die. Oh, they're both good, but frayed ends. As long as I, Lars can play the drum roll in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> That quick little fill. Mike, to rack up, uh, to rack up, to wrap up rapid fire, Kirk's pierced lip or his flame tattoo? Oh, man. I'll go with the flame tattoo because I have a Metallica tattoo. I, I, I like tattoos. I've never gotten a body piercing other than my ear, so I'll, I'll go with the tattoo. Right on. Not bad. I love rapid fire, even though we heard about their whole life story jeff and they had wedding cake to the call of cthulhu we still had to get to know them a little bit we had to get to know them a little bit better and you know what i think i've got one more question for them to get to know them even better and it's funny because shane and i we didn't we don't send all this stuff to each other beforehand like he he doesn't know what i'm going to do for the and voting for all segment and when i get to it in a minute you're going to laugh at what song i picked for tonight the only thing we share is jump in the fire trivia. Yeah. <laughs> so on our end voting for all segment tonight, we've got two heavy hitting thrash powerhouse songs going at it head to head. Don't say short of straw. It's not short of straw, but it's funny that you say, or what you said earlier during the rapid fire, we have disposable heroes versus the frayed ends of sanity. Wow. What are the odds of that? I know. And then I heard that in your rapid fire. I was like, oh, I'm like, this is perfect. That that That's tough for me because, of course, I have. I mean, having seen Metallica 45 times, the list of songs that they actually play live that I haven't seen them play is very short. Right. And Freight Ends is one of them. Ooh. And so I love that song. So actually, for my 40th birthday, I had a Metallica tribute band play, and I, I didn't give. I, I, I actually went. I, I, I respect you guys, musicians. I'm not going to tell you a set list, but <laughs> here's, here's everything that I love. And they went. This is the first time we're ever playing a show that doesn't have a black album song. And I'm like, yeah, you're damn right, because I'll throw you out of here if you play one of those. Oh, it sounds um, like Jeff's dream set. <laughs> and so. So I, one of the, but I did, I said there were four songs I have to have you guys play. And they were Spit Out the Bone, because Metallica hadn't played it yet. Mm-hmm. Freight Ends of Sanity, Blitzkrieg, and uh, there was another Hardwired. Oh, and uh, Now That We're Dead, because she loves Now That We're Dead. Okay. So so I said, okay. And so Freight Ends was one of them. But having said all of that long answer, I think I'm going to go with Disposable, <laughs> because... After all that, now oh you're switching God. your vote. I like what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the first Metallica song I ever heard was Master of Puppets. My sister's boyfriend played it for me trying to scare me, but instead he changed my life forever, and I'm still friends with that guy to this day. And nice. so the first album I ever got was actually a cassette for all you kids out there. Um, <laughs> and it was, the, you know, Master of Puppets. So, I mean, with that album being my favorite album, I, I, I picked Disposable Heroes. There you go. There you go. I'll leave it all for you. What's yours? Oh, my gosh. 
I mean, it's going to be 50 50 like last has, week with the Germans. Such, has, <laughs> Don't leave me with the Germans. Not the Germans. <laughs> I'm actually German by heritage, so that doesn't offend me. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all it's all aligning and coming together. It's all good. We don't get offended on in podcast for all. <laughs> it's impossible. I just want to get you guys hate train uh, hate train comments. So. <laughs> we, we, need, we need more comments. Will you answer the question? Well, when it just took you ten minutes to make your mind up, Mike, and then you went with disposable. There's going to be some mail. <laughs> you guys are gonna watch us divorce on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, that's it. This is the first for everything. I've been with you since '92. I've dry the line here. Apfa's <laughs> gonna turn into a Jerry Springer episode real quick. <laughs> they got married to Cthulhu. They're gonna get. They're gonna, get, they're gonna get divorced to end of the line. You're that's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My answer is Freight Ends, but I I swear, the first time they played Disposable... Which was her first show. This this guy lost his mind. He's like, I've never thought they would ever play this. I didn't think Lars could do it. So <laughs> that was awesome. And voting for all, 50-50 split in Lee's Summit. Uh, voting opens Thursday morning, closes late Thursday night with results on Friday. Jeff, do you think Freight Ends is saying he's going to come up any more in this episode tonight? Uh, I don't know. Not unless... You pick it. Was that the song that you would pick? I got so ahead of myself. I forgot that you and I have to tell everyone our vote. I don't have to think hard about it. I got to go with Freight Ends. You know, to everybody that knows me, you know that Injustice for All is my favorite album by Metallica ever. But I would choose Disposable on this one. So a true and podcast for all 50-50 split. Yep, right down the middle. Looks like 50-50. That's the sign of making it. As a drummer, um, Freight Ends is a lot more interesting and more intricate and has a lot more going on. Disposable on drums is nine minutes of the most repetitive stuff. (laughs) And it's a badass song. Don't get me wrong. It's one of the best songs on Puppets. But to play live, that song bores me i think jeff knows that and as a guitar player well the three guitar players in our band love playing disposable and i'm always kind of like yeah whatever it's definitely a fun one on guitar and coming into that second verse that's the that's the part that always gets me that and then just right back into it it's just to me one of the best transitions and it's so heavy when it kicks back in jeff jeff will appreciate this so at my 40th birthday party, I knew it was in for a night because our tribute band opened with Bread Fan, <laughs> but then they went into Disposable as their second song. Okay, so, okay. I'll put yeah. the headphones back on. <laughs> so, and That's I went, okay, this is a night. These guys openers. got my message, and they are they are going to make me happy tonight. Yeah, that was a fun night. That's, <laughs> that was crazy. Disposable that early on. That's, That's a workout. It is a little yeah. bit of a workout. I just, I just find it ironic that you're like, oh, this is a repetitive Metallica song on drums. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I say back wrong, to the I front lo- I lo- I lo- 27 times later. I, I, I tease him because that's the kind of guy he is. But I, I actually love Lars, and I think he gets too bad a rap, but yeah. When I say back to the front. Okay, 39 times. When I say back to the front. Oh, that's the 54th time we said that. Okay, when I say dun 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 dun. Okay, 85 times and we're done. And now loop it for the next nine minutes and we have a hit. (laughs) 
See, that was... And then, at the, and then at the end, you think it's over, and then they go back into the blast beat for another 10 seconds. It's like, really? That wasn't enough? See, little <laughs> did people know that Disposable was really for seeing Sane Anger years and years prior. You know, just let's take the riff you and... got a good point. Throw it all together, loop it, and then when you think it's <laughs> over, let's fucking hit him with some more unnecessary riffs. Oh. I mean, go, going back to my answer, though, here's something for you guys to switch around in your head. The live debut of Disposable Heroes, the live debut of Freight Ends of Sanity. It's not even in the same ballpark. I mean, you got Cliff, and you got Lars not being able to play the drum fill in the middle. Yeah, I was going to say, you, there's there's a few decades apart there. <laughs> there are. Yeah. I there like, are. Mike, that you point out that fill for those wondering. It's a death of it, death of it, death of cha 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 but, but that that original recording from Budokan make, makes make, makes me, me sad. It makes yes. me want to punch babies when he tries to do that. Wow, so. <laughs> it was a lot of that by request tour where the death yeah. isn't clean. But some people understand it, some people don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe they should have just made his triggers a little bit more sensitive. <laughs> Help them out. This isn't one on one studios. This is the. It's a fucking live gig. fucking live gig, yeah. Talking about like a fucking live gig. All that talk about disposable, I'm getting thirsty. I gotta crack myself a liquid death mountain water, Jeff. Ooh. Love it. Love it. Those ads are hilarious. Tasty stuff. I know you guys drive the show on a podcast for all, but since we're having so much fun, I just want to keep it going because I know all this Master of Puppets talk is going to bring us to an amazing Master of Albums project. How did that go for you? Did that almost cause a divorce? I, 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 I hope you guys are okay because there were two of us. We each went with 10 songs. It's a double album. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we're, we're, wait, what is happening right now? Did we not? Okay, so a while back. Oh my God. We had a bet where we said at some point in the future, someone. No, not a while back, like 72 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look through the text right now, swear to God. Yeah, and Shane oh said, my God. said something about watch. I bet you someone is going to. Push the boundaries beyond the 12 songs and try and do a double album. Well, technically, there are two of us. I do like the fact that... I'm going to read it right here. (laughs) Live on the air right now. We're recording this at... Well, it's Tuesday going into Wednesday, correct? Yes. Jeff, this was on Monday at (laughs) 12.50 a.m. Because you and I were talking about... I'm actually coming up to Minneapolis tomorrow to see you. We're talking about that. Yep. Exact verbatim. I'm going to let them read this. This is me texting Jeff. I'm making a prediction call right now, dude. Some motherfucker is going to make his master of album a double track and have 24 tracks. Can you guys see that? I can see it. Now, A, I can can attest, I am a motherfucker. And B. (laughs) There it is. uh, And B, uh, it's 20 songs, not not 24. So that's where we're giving you the reign to do this. So what I got to do is I got to make sure wow. I do my, my Pizzle voice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the odds of everything tonight have been like Powerball Mega Millions odds. So. Yeah, I, I feel like all of us, we need to all go buy lottery tickets 
tonight, tomorrow, whenever. So this is a double album and 10 tracks per side. Yes. At and least they didn't is... do the full 12. Yes. Okay. So is... so here here's here's our actual thinking. So number one, it is called, so it's Metallica, Mike and Lisa X. The X meaning 10. We each got to pick 10 songs. Oh, cool. And, and the reason we did that is because <laughs> so the, Roman numeral the album cover that we actually send to you guys is Mike and Lisa in Metallica font with my M being the Metallica, Metallica yes. and her A being the Metallica with Mike and Lisa in the middle. That was our 10th anniversary invitation that we sent to all of our friends. We had we had our own logo and it was for the 10th anniversary. And wow. so like the, like the Metallica like 30th this, anniversary with the three X's. It was Mike and Lisa in front of a big X. In front of a big X. And um, the photo that is on the album cover was actually taken by me at uh, when we saw them in Stockholm, Sweden on the floor. And it's the pyro going off during Sandman around Lars's drum set. So Okay, so you guys sent this to me. And I will tell you honestly, when anyone sends us stuff in advance, I don't look at it because I want to talk yeah, about yeah, on the show. Yeah, we understand. Yeah. Jeff, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh wow, that is how cool! Is that that will definitely be one of our most uh, intricate. Mike and Lisa with the M and the A, uh, what I like to call fish hook logo, Mm -hmm. and a badass pyro. My disc, which is disc one, which is called Mike, (laughs) shockingly, um, is live tracks, and disc two, which is Lisa, is album tracks. And not only are mine live tracks. But they are specific live tracks from specific dates in Metallica's <laughs> career. Well, they, they put them out there, so we, we know which ones we like. All right, you broke up a little bit there. So disc one is live tracks that you've all been to, and disc two is studio tracks. No, no, it's not shows. It, a lot of them we've been to. But okay. some of them are just specific dates in Metallica history. And a lot of them, when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, it's either a an event that is very important to me. It actually meant something to me as a Metallica fan. Okay. Or it is a different version of the song than the album version. Disc one, Mike, the uh, the floor and the mic is yours. All right, so it's funny because for those of you listening, if you listen to a few shows back, my best friend is Jeff Wright, who was on the show. And mm-hmm. for his Dream No More set list, his first song was Dyer's Eve. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, my my first song on disc one is Dyer's Eve, March 5th, 2004, the debut of it at the forum. We were there on the floor, and it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. He because they it. have teased the da, 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 so many times, <laughs> and when they stopped and paused, and your James had done his intro of, we've never played this song before, I'm like, if you fucking tease me right now, <laughs> I am going to lose my shit. And all of a sudden, the song did it. And what's hilarious is, if I put this on an album, this is one of the worst versions of that song ever made. <laughs> James forgets the lyrics. <laughs> Lars messes up a hundred times during that song. It's a little sketchy. And the funny thing again, Mike, as I was there again with you, we've had a lot of shows together. Yeah. So her and I, and that was a special her and I moment because my friends who were at that show had seats. Whereas Lisa and I were on the floor. So it was just the two of us on the floor together. Mm-hmm. And she understood that this <laughs> the, was the joy. a Metallica moment to remember. Sure. And her and me and one Hispanic guy, like two people over from us, 
we're going nuts, and everybody else had no idea no what was idea. happening around us. Like, and we're this? going nuts, and I'm not noticing that James is messing with the lyrics and everything. But my favorite part is that if you listen to that track that Metallica released on LiveMetallica.com, mm -hmm. at the end of it, James goes something to the extent of like, uh, Dire's Eve, oh man. And then he goes, oh, I can't even throw a pick good anymore. <laughs> that yes. pick is on my wall right over there. He threw that pick to me. Dyer's Eve live debut pick is in yeah. Lee Summit, Missouri. And yep. so that That's was... where it is. I mean, just Very the fact cool, that that Mike. was captured on on audio of, hey, I threw that pick to that kid Very who cool. just saw the most amazing <laughs> thing in his life. And that moment was so special to me that our at our 15th anniversary <laughs> party, Wait. in front of judges, lawyers, old people, people who have no idea what's Metallica... That moment was so special to me that to serenade my wife for our anniversary, <laughs> I sang her Dyer's Eve in its entirety. Yes. Oh, my God. Our guests were like, what is happening? Dear He's mother, dear father. Exactly. <laughs> including, what is this hell? Yeah, including you I've outgrown that Jeff fucking lullaby. Oh, so, I mean, was, you know. It was fantastic. And the reason we had a 15th anniversary is just because... We had a two-year-old daughter who no one had met yet, and we're like, we can't wait till 20. We just had a 10. Let's have a 15. And everyone's like, who has a 15th anniversary party? And we're like, we do. So, All right, moving on, the second song. There's quite a few covers on mine because that's a lot of the songs I haven't seen them play. Hey, but they're a live. song it's they've cool. only played once, Crash Course in Brain Surgery from August 20th, 1987. The one and only time they played it. Wow. That song needs to be back in the set. That song's amazing. Yeah, they played that at a, at a club. Yeah. So number three on disc one is Master Terium. Again, because it's never been... There you go, Jeff. ...a release. <laughs> and your favorite Metallica. version. And so it's uh, July 1st, 2000. That's from North Carolina. That has no significant meaning to being a good version of that song or not. That's our wedding date. That's our wedding date. So I just picked our wedding date. Very like, cool. What they play on our wedding date. <laughs> ah, Master Terrium. Perfect. And it's just, you know, they've never released it. So many people have never heard those two songs mashed together. I think it's a cool version of those two songs. Uh, Jeff, number when four you, just a minute, is, Mike. Jeff, when you see uh, your significant other tonight, just give her a hug and say, should I spread my wings before I learn to fly? <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to tell me her reaction and so her hitting you going, what the fuck are you talking about? Considering she's sleeping right now, if I wake her up, yeah, she's... Just she's, go crawl into bed and say, dear mother, dear father, she's hell. It's going to be all... <laughs> you have a black eye tomorrow when I see you. Right. You'll know why. Because <laughs> I woke her up. All right, Dyer's Crash, Master Terium, track four, Mike. Uh, from the Rose Bowl, July 29, 2017, Halo on Fire. Just because nice. James's intro to that song, the fact that that never made it to the actual recording of that song, his doing things by himself on guitar without the rest of the guys on stage, it, it gives me chills every time just to watch that man do it by himself. So, the clean part. Yes, yeah. and cool. it's amazing, and... Uh, the first time I heard that was actually before I saw them at the Rose Bowl. And I went, yeah, you guys need to do that every time you play that song. I agree. Uh, track five 
No Remorse from the Fillmore, 12-5, 2013, nice. because they played the full version of that song. Very rare. So play the full version. Don't 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 cheapen it for the rest of the crowd, man. <laughs> the fans were like, what is this? <laughs> uh, number six is a weird one from the OG SM, April 22nd, 1999, Hero of the Day. That's how that song should be played every time. With the orchestra. Let J- let James do the inter the, like half the song by himself. Well, yeah, Hero of the Day is new Metallica, according to my new friend Brad <laughs> at the Supercharger today. <laughs> Uh, track seven, a song they've only played once, and I don't know why, because it's my favorite song off of Stanger. Yes, that is the name of the album. It is Stanger. Uh, Sweet Amber from Lubbock, Texas, September 4th, 2004. That song, if, if you listen to that, I'm like, I don't know why they don't play this song. I agree. So, I agree. I don't know why they don't play it either, but probably because. Time. Yeah, probably because. Uh, 10 out of 18,000 would know the <laughs> yeah. song and actually like it. But can somebody explain to me why Lubbock, Texas got that one, man? How Come on. sweet like, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, track 8 is a, a very similar to Halo on Fire. It's I Disappear from March 5th, 2004 at the at the forum. Again, James's intro to that song just rules. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I definitely would say out of all I of his little... Out of all his... Uh, I can't even talk. Out of all of his little intro doodles that he did throughout the years, I feel like the disappear little I totally doodle forgot was, about that one. I remember I saw that tour and I was a big fan of that intro then. Did he play that at the St. Paul show? Yeah. I'm trying to think how it even went. He just plays the chorus and he sings it while he's just yeah, strumming just like, the chords. Yeah, it's like, do you bury me when That's it, I'm yep. gone? Very slow. Yeah. So... And just the, the end when it's like, and it's time I disappear. And then he starts playing the intro. It, it's so good. I mean, it's so good. Yep. And at the end, he's like, let, he's like, I disappear LA. Yeah. Which is so, I mean, let, let, let that guy, you know, just write whatever he wants. <laughs> okay. The last two songs were actually never recorded by Metallica. In fact, track nine is a bootleg. Wow. It's good. The chase is better than the catch. The motor headache song that didn't make it onto the motor headache. Oh, that was Lemmy's birthday party. Yep. December 14th, 1995. I don't know why they didn't record that song, because they killed it at that show. Yes, they did. Great song. And then the track 10 to finish disc one is their acoustic cover of Ozzy's Diary of a Madman from May 12th, 2014. I was at that show, and that just ruled. So That's a... Wow, I didn't see that coming. That's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that Motorhead, um, that Motorhead Lemmy Birthday Bash, that was awesome. Like you said, why wasn't that recorded? Because I've heard it, but it, yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that they didn't release Jason's singing We Are The Road Crew either. Mm-hmm. Like, both of those. Just so, It's like, guys, just record all six songs. Come on. Our guests are digging a lot deeper than than I thought they would. <laughs> Diary of a Madman. Well, wow. Again, we we were confused about the directions. We we thought we were coming up with a Dream No More set. So I thought it was deep last week, Jeff, when our friends from Germany were talking about the uh, outlaw bit with the uh, Waylon Jennings Papa Het song. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was interesting. That was cool. So Mike's live disc one: Dyer's Crash Course, Masterterium, Halo, No Remorse, Hero, Sweet Amber, I Disappear. Lemmy's birthday bash, the chase, and uh, 
acoustic diary of a madman. Very cool. Lisa, yours is cooler, right? <laughs> it's a little bit more studioized. Uh, a little more studio. Civilized. Yeah. <laughs> but still, st- starting off strong with Orion. Uh, we saw them play nice. that at the Big Four show in Indio. Oh, cool. And that was really, really fantastic. We all got goosebumps and hair raised on the arms. That was a religious happened. experience. Uh, and, at the uh, Big Four, I take it you saw all Big Four? Yes. Uh, are you Megadeth fans? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Megadeth, Megadeth, we love you, Megadeth, being chanted back at them. But, no. um, but yeah, I... I we are, in fact, Megadeth fans. And after, with Risk and Beyond, it's been a little rough. Cool. What oh. I'm getting at is, Lisa, are you the lady that's been texting David Ellefson lately? <laughs> no, that was not me. <laughs> I'm one of the people that I think Megadeth got better with age. <laughs> yes. I, on all seriousness, yes. I feel like after Risk, they just... I felt like they just kept going up and up and up, and it's been... Well, I mean, after Risk, anything is up and up and up. (laughs) (laughs) That's their St. Anger. That's their Lulu. (laughs) That is. is. Still to this day, Cryptic Writings is my favorite Megadeth record. I I love Cryptic Writings. I love love that. that. That's a great record. Yeah, That that is an underrated album. Yes, That was right in the late 90s, like kind of load, reload territory, where metal was non-existent almost. Much, I'm like, this yeah. is a fucking great record. And after, uh, you know, Rust and Euthanasia, people dog that record. But I'm like, Cryptic still to this day is amazing. Yep. Not as yes. amazing as David Ellison getting busted texting some <laughs> underage girl, which is unbelievable. And wow. But I just wanted to clarify, Lisa, it wasn't you. Hey, Stri- Striper, Striper said that, you know, everybody sins, including yes. David Elson. Yeah, yeah, the guitarist, I think, from Striper or something like that said that. I'm sorry, did you uh, just quote Striper? <laughs> hey, it was, a, it was a headline I read today. Yeah, no, it was. I swear, the, I read the, it for the article. Yeah, it was the um, guitarist or the singer or something from Striper was like, oh, no, it's all good. Like, you know, people wow. sin. It's, you know. Well, it's funny because. It's been one funny of, for one you would have said shit happens. Yeah, find me a Striper track. <laughs> Hey, they had a couple good cuts. <laughs> You're going to send me one. I, oh, what, I have already have the, a couple in mind. Okay. One of the highlights of, of seeing the Big Four show is uh, we were in the VIP section, and the Grilla Mall food truck was at that venue. And that was Grilla the first Mall. time we got to Love try it. the Grilla Mall. They're known for the behemoth burger, which is two grilled cheese sandwiches as the buns. Don't they have burger. like a motor breath or a jump in the fire burger or they something? They do. They, it's called jump in the fryer because it That's has what it fried is. chicken yep. on it. Yeah. Yep. It also has the Metallica burger, which that is amazing. So it's it's our favorite burger place. It was a food truck. Now it's a brick and mortar store in Alhambra, mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first time we got to try their burgers. And uh, the... Uh, <laughs> The, the the one we tried was the D. Snyder. Which, which is, is peanut butter and jelly and peanut, bacon. Peanut butter, jelly, bacon, and sriracha on a burger, which Yuck. sounds horrible. Sounds delicious. Sounds like something Jeff would say, oh, that's amazing. It does sound amazing. It, has, it is, in fact, amazing. It sounds like shit. I love, yeah. pe- I love <laughs> peanut butter burgers. <laughs> that's but, worse uh, than Ellison's texting. Shane, <laughs> Shane likes his burgers. Here you go, guys. You're going to love this as burger lovers. Uh, he has meat, <laughs> cheese... Bun, and that's it. Mustard. Oh. What's funny is if you order that from Grilla Mall, 
it is, and I'm not kidding here, called The Winger. <laughs> Jane, enjoy your winger. And that's actually hey, why I brought that she's up. She's only because... 17. <laughs> <laughs> According to Ellison, yeah. We were just talking about Striper, and I said, oh, he needs a winger burger. From yeah. Mall, so. Oh, I love it. Jeff, give me a winger burger. You know how plain I am. <laughs> <clears throat> Voice What's your... I need our liquid death. <laughs> My second track is The Weight. Yes. More flanger. I love it. Yeah, we, uh, we went we went to Europe on the Hardwired tour. Uh, we went to the last three shows they played, hoping to catch a rare track, such as The Weight, because that's on his uh, White Whale list. Uh-huh. They played it in Germany, and then they did not play it in Sweden or Finland, where we were. So of we, course not. We missed it by one show, but... <laughs> We tried, we tried. So the wait is uh, is uh, is a bit of a special song for us. That's a good track um, too. Track three, astronomy. Why don't they play this song? It's wow. such a great cover. Um, you know, Cliff's love of Blue Oyster Cult, obviously um, coming through. Is it? I, I love listening to that song, especially when I'm driving, and it it would just be awesome to to hear him play it live, but. If I could just have my own track, I would definitely have it on there. Track four, Outlaw Torn with the orchestra. OG. OG. One or two? OG. Okay, one. Well, actually, two was different. and I <laughs> That's a two. way to put it. Different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at at, at s and 2, I was fortunate enough that the rotating stage was facing me for the Outlaw Torn, and James... You know, he sang it to me because yeah, I because I was right there. So yeah, he said, "There's yeah. Mike from Missouri. Here we go." Yeah, exactly. He's so. like, "There's a guy I threw that pick to." <laughs> Back in He's 04. like, he bought scalp tickets with his wife. <laughs> they did some illegal activity. They're outlaws. This song is for you. This is for you. Find that cocksucker. <laughs> Find that cocksucker. I, I love your track five. This yeah. cracks me up. So track five, the Ronnie Rising medley. Yes, that's a good medley. I like that one. I like that it. That is jamming. I like it. And that's I, a I great pick. They, I wish they would play live. But uh, I laughed hysterically because we, we saw Metallica on the By Request tour, and she voted for it, and at the end, it was... Ronnie Rising Medley, one vote. So it's just her for our show. Was it what? It was what? Like, one. It was like less than ten. <laughs> no, it was one. Was it just me? Yeah, it was just you. Only I voted for it. That's because <laughs> one vote out of forty thousand people. The, the rest of the world knows as much as we love James. He, there's no way he can sing that there's, song live. There's no way. That medley is highly underrated because very underrated. That start to finish. That is, that is a jamming. There's uh, collaboration. I, and I, I especially love part three. Not collaboration, but it's the way that's on. sequenced and put together is is awesome. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it, 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 it's all for Kill the King, man. I mean, that that yes. end of that song is just killer. Again, good good driving music. Uh, yes. Number six, my my first love, the shortest straw. Gotta have that on there. The song number, number sevens is called Insurance. It's insurance. <laughs> I gotta Damn cut you off here for a little bit. Jeff, remember when we had Justin Hunt on from Road the Lightning? Yep. And he says, I hate Shortest Straw because it reminds me of Windows ninety five crashing. Dun dun dun. That's an interesting reason to hate a song. I forgot about that until you mentioned that. He says every time Windows in the nineties used to crash, that sounded like straw. I'm like now that you say that, it's a good point. I'm going to have to write him a message and say, Bud, I can't listen to that song anymore. <laughs> it's like Morse code. 
speaking of the shortest straw, we are one of the few um, heavy metal fans, heavy metal couples out there that has also seen the band in sync. We saw him in San Diego with a couple friends. Mike was in the beer line. We'd seen Pantera a week before. And Pantera to Insane. Wow. Yeah, I was just going to say, how do you go between those two? I, you know, I, I'm all for that. I'm all for yeah. switching it up. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh, and there, was, there was a man in line. Uh, Ice around yeah, yeah, my so neck. I, <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy in front of me in line, and he looked like the most distraught, unhappy human he being on the planet. So and I'm sad. like, bro, you okay? And he's like, no. my daughter and her six friends all wanted to see in sync so all the parents got together bought them tickets and went one of us has to go with them let's draw straws and i drew the shortest straw and i'm here stuck with seven 12 year old girls screaming 12 year old i bought that man a beer so one of the upsides for mike for going to that show is that shakira opened so he enjoyed that i did i did a little good visual there back when she was she was you know on the on the right path Uh, yeah yeah, she was only 17. Another winger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> David Elfson was backstage. Oh, no. <laughs> He's never coming on our show now. <laughs> Wasn't Elfson uh, or is a, like, minister or something? Lutheran yeah. pastor. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. Like, well done there, bud. How... I, I will say Megadeth was Quite the, the week first, for him. Was the first of the big four that we actually met in person. And they were super cool. They were very cool. It was right after Euthanasia came out. Mm-hmm. I've um, met him as well. Very, very cool down-to-earth dudes. They were. They hey, were. you know and what? It, I'm still pulling it, for Allison. The girl said she wasn't a minor, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Junior, is, he, might, he might be innocent. We'll find out. Track 7, the insurance song, Damage, Inc. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, that's your plate for uh, driving kids around for your job. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're safe. Are you an insurance guy? No, I'm a driving instructor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, track eight, Now That We're Dead. It's a newer song, as you were saying. And, I like it. Uh, I do I like enjoy it. that. Another newer song. on the record. Track nine, Moth Into Flame. Wow, two off that One record. Of- one of the, uh, I, I thought it sounded like the a song Fiddleman that could have been on the Black Album. That's why I kind of like the the groove of it. I thought that, that they're kind of, they've gone on a journey with all these other albums, and now they've, they've kind of found a new sound. It's sort of like the Black Album, but more authentically them. Plus, I mean, the drones live, man. Oh, man, that, the that flying just... drones during the show. <laughs> yeah. And, was... and then, and then, forget the sound. It's all about the drones. <laughs> yes. But even better is when you see them outdoors and you see James avoid the flame, like you know, like yeah. the plague, James, man. James is on I, one I'm side as far away. away from it as possible. James is on one side, the flame is on the other side of the stage. It's pretty funny. Yeah, moth indoor or outdoor is a great song live. To uh, to end, uh, just to fade to black. Closing the record with fade. I like that. Yeah. That's solid. So that's our list. I like you, Lisa. So your disc two, Orion, The Weight, Astronomy, Outlaw, Ronnie, Rising Medley. If I remember right, didn't Jeff Wright have that on his set list? Yes. Yes. We talked about that for a while. Lisa Lisa says that Jeff and I were separated at birth. They have the same brain. They, They finish each other's sentences. It's bizarre. I like it. That goes into Shortest Straw, Damage, Insurance. That's right. Now that we're dead, Moth, and closing with Fade. And the album is called X, like as in the Roman numeral 10. 
man, it just keeps getting better every week, Jeff. It is. They're getting more detailed. They're getting a little bit deeper. And and, and we finally found motherfuckers, my exact words, that made a double album. <laughs> Apologies to all future uh, guests. <laughs> it was a one and done deal, so <laughs> don't get any ideas, people. There will be no wow. more double albums. <laughs> 12 is the max. 12 is the max. We went with 10. We got 20. I like it. I'm kind of feeling the pressure from where my records at right now i feel like i might have to beef it up a bit jeff i mean yeah i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out i feel like this is going in i don't want to say the same way the dream no more set went because there was definitely some songs i expected to hear on that but this is definitely going in that way of where you can tell people are trying to trying to get very yeah. creative with it, and I like it. I didn't think we'd hear Ronnie Rising and Diary of a Madman and uh, <laughs> Sweet Amber. Really? Yeah, this is this is not what I had in mind. This is not the album I ordered. This is not the car I ordered. Dad, this is not the car you ordered. Take it easy, Rusty. Ed, uh, this is not the car I ordered. Let's play some trivia. Do they have trivia in Lee Summit where, you know, the end of the <laughs> world is at? Oh, my God. That's where the earth drops off, right? I, I think it's uh, so you're smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> hey, Jeff oh, no. Foxworthy's awesome. I love that, dude. Yeah. Genius. Let's jump in the fire in uh, Lee Summit, Missouri. Jeff, you want to take the first one? Yes, sir. Question one. True or false, Rob Halford has appeared on stage with Metallica. True, because we've seen it. Yeah. You are wow. correct, sir. At the Golden Gods. Yes. That's right. I was referring to the uh, the 94 appearances with Rapid Fire. And then he also did it with Phil- at the Fillmore. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, but we saw him at the Golden Gods. Very cool. Question two. Oh, Jeff, this should be your question. In year and a half in the life of Metallica, what type of car is Jason seen driving? That's when he says, check this out, man. We mobile. Check this out, man. We mobile. I can tell you what year and color it is, too. You know the fucking year, bro? Oh, come on. That's easy. I, I mean, the, the short answer is going to be, I don't know. I want to say it's a POS because Jason never, <laughs> you know. Well, uh. Never spent money, but. To be a BMW, wise, it's a piece of shit. with his money. It's a Ford, so I mean, I guess it could be. <laughs> hey, this is a Ford household. We're a Ford household. Yeah. Jeff's not a Ford fan, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's ridden 180,000 miles in a Ford Econoline. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so the, the short answer is I have no idea. Yeah, it's been too long since yeah. I've seen that. Jeff, what year is that fastback Mustang? It's a 68. Uh, 68? Wow. Yeah, I'm about 98% sure of that. The, the it's red, too. Car. The, oh. da- the damaging car was a Ford Mustang. So. <laughs> we we should have known that. Check this out, man. We mobile. <laughs> A 68. How, what years did they make the Fastbacks? Oh, they made them quite a few years. I mean, that was a pretty popular run. Yeah, but I mean, at that time, I mean, when they, that was, what, 91? So, I mean... 90. Yeah, 90. There was, they were still, you know, decently rare car at the time. I always thought they were sharp. Yeah, no, I, to clarify, I actually like 
the older generation Mustangs, like from that era. That's, I mean, cars were built a whole hell of a lot different in the 60s than they are now. Yeah, they actually had bumpers that didn't fucking crush when you got hit at three miles an hour. Right. <laughs> they built a car that <laughs> was the a... name. Hence the name Bumper. Yeah, the car actually lasted, but, you know, of course, now they want you to buy a new car every few years. They make them to break them. Oh, absolutely. Pretty much. It's the smartest business move any company's ever made. Hands down. Damage Inc. Damage Inc. <laughs> <laughs> it's been copywritten. Jumping in the fire, question three. Name. I don't have answers for this, Jeff, so we're just going to have to roll with it, but I'm sure they're going to get this. Name three songs that appear on Cliff Amal. Am I Evil? One. For Whom the Bell Tolls. Two. And Sweet Amber. Destroy. Oh. <laughs> I think it was I Disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mike, I didn't, I didn't hear your third answer. What was it? Seek and Destroy. I agree with all three of those. Do you, Jeff? I do, too. You know, these are these are some easy questions. I was going to say we should step it up, but this next question isn't really stepping it up very much. <laughs> We're gonna miss this is like so stepping much. down into the cellar with the next question. Pretty much. Question number. It. Yep. Question number four. What album has sold the most copies? Lulu. <laughs> it was Stanger. <laughs> Street Angel. No. The Black Album. I would agree with that as well. Question five. This is a little vague. Who wrote these questions? I say that every week. Good lord. I don't know. April got tough questions. The Germans got tough questions. <laughs> Name a few hobbies of Mr. Lars. Art. Yep. Fine dining. We talked about all the restaurants he likes in Copenhagen during our meet and greet. I would uh, agree with that. That one didn't enter my head, but yes, very true. Collecting all of Metallica's shows. <laughs> I'll accept that as well. If I was worth $300 million, I think I'd be into fine dining, too. And, and without question, wearing white leather jackets inappropriately. <laughs> there we go. That That's in the answer, wearing jackets. I have to read them the answers on my list because how close they came was hilarious. Art, scuba diving, film, wearing jackets that the color is called deep purple. <laughs> But I'll take the white one as a winner. Would you like to finish that lyric, Lisa and Mike, with the end of the line? Sure. End of the line number one. Fear of living on, natives getting restless now. Mutiny's in the air, got some death to do. You have to think. Mirror stales back hard, kill is such a friendly word. Seems the only way I'm reaching out again. Reach, motherfuckers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Reach motherfuckers isn't in there. He got the That's answer. Not in there. He got the answer wrong. Man. Dude, you were it's doing so version. good. You were doing so good and then oh. He did he did the live version. Oh. This is not live end of the line, so that was a big red family feud X Jeff. Clunk. Right. Alright, Lisa, you gotta take this one. Okay. Do you bury me when I'm gone? Do you? No, no, it's it's I disappear, but it's um. Do you well done. Do, do you, you me when I'm no. here? 
No, okay. What is it? Do you teach me while I'm here? Teach me while I'm here. Okay. Ooh, just as I mean, soon as I belong. Just I mean, as as I don't know, Jeff. Do we give that to they, them? They they are a team. They they as <laughs> as we yeah, as we see them, there may be point. there may be four of us here, but as we look on our computers here, Riverside.fm, we see three screens. So <laughs> they are. We we have been Mike and Lisa for the past 20 plus years so, so, so i think team. we have to give that to them i think we can give it to them it's all right jeff remember when i said we were going to alternate weeks of playing end of the line since oh. you and i have failed miserably at this for <laughs> the beginning of season four? <laughs> oh god here we go all right are you ready mr winslow just one and done right just one and done. all right sweet all right so i can end this i remember on week one i gave you was it Ain't My Bitch? Yes, and I gave you, I think... And we both failed miserably. Yes. And we're not married in Missouri, so we couldn't help each other out. No, we could not. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm expecting you guys to help me out. You're my lifeline. Get your whiteboard out and write the answer so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, Regis. <laughs> 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 Insert clip. <laughs> and you're going to appreciate this song choice, Jeff. Oh, boy. Crush all within my hands. Squeeze all within my hands. Choke all within my hands. Oh, man. Want it again? I'm pretty sure you know what song it is. No, never heard it before. <laughs> Crush all within my hands, squeeze all within my hands, choke all within my hands, and then you say. Does he say squeeze all within my hands again? He does not. No, I don't know. Hate me now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to do terrible at this, and it's funny because if I sing along with the song or I whatever... I tell you were singing it in your head. I know all the lyrics, but then as soon as I get put on the spot, uh, yeah, no, I'm... I'm hoping that you and I go like 0 for 15 for the... <laughs> yeah, watch, watch that happen every every week. We're going to be like... It's like we're we we play the you know name that song oh. in the van where we'll literally play one second of a song and somehow Shane and, and we I we can name every single song less than a second. But then like we we hear the whole entire line and it's like, <laughs> well shit, <laughs> I, I really shit the bed on that one. <laughs> Exit light up. Oh, I don't know. You got me. <laughs> So real quick. Now the world now the world is gone. I'm just gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one. Real quick. Two, three. <laughs> Lisa and Mike, before we end our episode, it's been a great episode so far. What do we forget? We're forgetting the song that should not be. We gotta know. Do they have a song that should not be? Because Yeah, Dire Z from the LA Forum in 04. Oh no, it I I think I think horrible. I think Mike said that there. his song that should not be was Blitzkrieg or no I think he said opening with Brett Fan. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I have something. Let us have so, peace. So there are three rice. songs by Metallica that never made it onto my iPod, iPhone, anything. Three? Three. Yeah, three he does not like. Jeez. The first was 
what blew me away because I went to the midnight release of Load, and I had five Metallica albums and Garage Days and everything, and every Metallica song was amazing to me. And I got to Poor Twisted Me, and I hate that song. I hate it. We've heard that before on here. Yeah, because that was Jeff, because again, we have the same brain. (laughs) (laughs) The other two are Lover Man. What? That that made me laugh hysterically at Seth Magnetic. (laughs) Shane loves the Lover Man. Oh, yes, I do. Purify? Purify. Purify. Yeah. He hates a Jeff song, he hates a Shane song, and he hates a um, Seth Magnetic song. I love this. And and my song is for some reason two by four. Every time oh, it comes on, I'm just like oh, skip it. These are great songs. Talk two by four. I no, I understand because there is there is a song that should not be for me, and I jokingly way back said Sandman, but it obviously is not that. But I have realized that Black in 2020 was my song that should not be. I. When I wow. when I listen to it, I just don't think that that was the right. Seriously? Yeah, I don't think that's the song they should have made acoustic. It just what's what's wrong with it? The vocals on the verse, it's just boring. He's just like nah, 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 nah. I don't know. It just it just doesn't really. Did you expect he's up in the mountains with an acoustic guitar, bro? Well, then he should have picked a song that sounds good acoustically, not a song that's you know a heavy metal thrasher. Black in 2020 was on Jesse Robson's Dream No More set list. Well, are you okay with disposable? Acoustic? Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> are you okay with Horseman? It's all right. Jeff, are you okay with acoustic? I love acoustic. I absolutely love acoustic. And I love songs that have a good enough melodic structure like you could easily turn Master of Puppets into uh into a great acoustic song. But I hear you. But bl- Blackened, you know, it just, I don't know. Not a terrible song. I just, eh. or I mean, 2020. Hardwired is still the funniest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it took him four takes to get through that yeah, one show. Exactly. Yeah. James is looking at Lars like, dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> but two by four and lover, man, you guys are just killing. Uh, yeah. Two by four. That's, that's a, that's a bummer for me. Cause I love two by I'm four. Sorry. What's funny is I, I, I like two by four and I, I particularly like two by four live a lot. Live it's better, but but, but yeah, every I mean it, it's it's one of those of every time it comes on, she skip it. It's like I hear it. I hear two by four, and I'm ready to fucking get my mullet going and some combat boots and shorts and start stomping around with a fucking explorer. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> considering the price of the price of lumber right now, it's a oh yeah, it's a, that too. That's a pretty fitting song. <laughs> Building <laughs> supplies are climbing by the second. Between be yeah, between people not being able to afford two by fours and gas shortages, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Give me fuel. Give me fire. <laughs> yeah, we've it, got the whole it, apocalypse. Got the whole it kit all, and caboodle all. ready to go. <laughs> Jeff, when Lisa and Mike come see a show, we're opening with two by four. We're gonna play an acoustic version of Purify, and then I'm gonna say. M is for murder me. <laughs> o is for oh yes I do. Yep, we're gonna and then we're close. gonna play my apocalypse and bread fan. <laughs> That's right. We have discussed everything and more from wedding cakes to lumber to what have we forgot to bring up, Jeff? I think, boy, that's 
That's pretty solid. Um, yeah, Master Album is getting solid, more solid by the week. I can't imagine what next week's going to bring. Let's <laughs> let's just hope it's twelve songs or less. <laughs> Thank you for letting us. Oh, absolutely, the rules absolutely. <laughs> we we put it together on short notice. Uh, well, oh, you guys did great. Consider it our birthday gift to you, Lisa. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You guys did great. Thanks again for coming on Podcast for All. Were you the fan? Drive the discussion. Decide the topics. Don't forget to stop by Whole Foods and 7-Eleven to pick up your case of liquid death sparkling and mountain water. Lisa, Mike, is there anything we haven't talked about that you got to throw in with 30 seconds remaining? When I was at the Fillmore, the most odd thing that ever happened to me was Metallica was on stage, or James was on stage alone with Apocalyptica playing one, okay. and suddenly a big beefy arm went around my neck, and I look over, and Chris Jericho is singing one along with me in the most surreal Metallica <laughs> moment of my life. So Now that, that's fucking cool. I don't care what anyone says. That's a heavy metal <laughs> moment for sure. And if you haven't listened to our Chris Jericho episode, go take a listen to it. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's got some interesting no. things to say. <laughs> That is pretty cool, Mike. You're never going to forget that moment. Um, it's funny you bring that up. Again, for the eighth time this episode, all, all the stars have aligned. Chris Jericho reached 50,000 downloads for us today. I'm sure Mike and Lisa from Lee Summit is going to surpass that in probably 14 or 15 days for downloads. I'm I'm predicting that right now, Jeff. It'll be 50,001. Lisa and Mike, thanks again. Uh, keep in touch. We will talk Sounds to you soon. Good, Absolutely. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Jeff, I will see you next week, buddy. All right, sounds good, man. We'll see you then. See ya.